Hello and welcome to the Lee's and Dom pod. My name's Lee's. And I'm Dom. And this week we're going to cover a very fun but also very important topic, and that is self-care. Yeah, and um I think I think we both had to practice self-care just due to our little bits uh, of anxiety recently. So I, I'm excited to share what we do and if we can even start a conversation online or on socials about, you know, what we do and what other people's do in hopes that maybe, you know, we can kind of bounce off what what everybody does. So we can be like, oh, that's a really good idea. I'm going to try that next time. Yeah. And I feel like there's also an important conversation to be had about like the, the concept of self-care and why it's an important thing. And it certainly means something different for everyone, depending on like the stressors of your life and the challenges you're going through and kind of what you need to kind of heal from in a certain way. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, you know, for example, everyone right now stressed about what? Stressed about the pandemic. Uh, yeah. Especially, you know, it's the third wave and it's pretty bad. Like everywhere I'm you know, thinking here in Ontario, it's. It's the worst it's ever been, and it's getting scary. And I know even out east, like there's some, you know, challenges over there. But um, yeah, um, it's not it. Like I wouldn't call it a third wave just yet at the time that we're recording this. Also, by the way, first time we're recording in two weeks because we pre-recorded. <laughs> it feels genuinely weird, but I'm like back into it all of a sudden, and I'm loving it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so um. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think I would call it a third wave just yet. Um, there is a small spike, but it's not. Um, the numbers aren't there yet. I mean, obviously we're concerned and we're you know things are happening, but we're not uh, in red lockdown yet. But I think the way it's going, people are not necessarily quarantining when they're coming back from trips because. Like the rest of the world, they're fed up. But at the same time, it's like, I don't care, man. Like, you still got to follow the rules. And I think that's also a source of anxiety for me, people not following the rules because I'm such a stickler. But at the same time, it's like, whoa. Yeah. I mean, we. I think we could rant about people not following the rules like for an yeah, entire that, episode. That's another conversation. Um, <laughs> especially like, considering I, like, you know, when, when we went, Matt and I, um, back to New Brunswick uh, over the holidays, like, we followed the rules, like, aggressively. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Like, we had to register to come. We had to isolate for two weeks. We stayed in a family member's cottage for two weeks with, like, no contact with anyone else. And it was, you know, it was fine. Yeah, I remember I went to go see you on the last day. Yeah. And I was like, okay, it's the last day. They have no symptoms. They did their quarantine. And I surprised you. And I was like, I'm here. And you got out. And you were so excited. And you were like... Am I allowed to hug you? I was like, I, come here. Like, I don't care. Like, yeah. you've, you've done the 14 days and you were like, yeah, but it's like 14 days at like 730 tonight and it's only like 2 p.m. I was like, oh, my God, like, relax. Yeah, but, but, you know, yeah. it's 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 a concept that you just want to make sure everyone's safe. And anyways, uh, all that to say that I'm stressed out right now because not only is it pretty bad here in Ontario and people are not following the rules, there are massive, like, protests going on in like toronto and you know i hate it here uh for that reason but also like yeah. i i can't go home i cannot go back to new brunswick um not only like the province is closed to visitors uh so mm-hmm. i i can't just like show up there and be like hey i'm i'm coming in they'll be like no you turn around right now um but also like i'm waiting for my parents to get their vaccine 
I'm waiting for me to someday get mine. You know, I'm obviously last on the list. Non-essential worker, work from home, totally fine. Totally understandable. <laughs> yeah. You're not really a priority. No, Sorry, man. I'm not a priority, but, you know, as soon as I am eligible, I'll be first in line at my local shopper's drug mart to get that shit in my arm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I want my my parents to get it. Um, my grandparents got theirs already, their first one, so okay. that's really great. Um, so, you know, it's it's starting to move forward, but it's still stressful for everyone right now yeah and I think we can kind of bounce off what uh off what we just said I mean it it was just a casual conversations but we will talk a little bit about what stresses us out um they're not they're not crazy things and you know we, we both deal with anxiety but it's never been truly diagnosed or anything and we will talk about mental health later on we do have an episode planned for that so this isn't the focus on today is not mental health it's really just small stressors in our life and what we really do to to try to help those and you know it's it's really more about the self-care stuff that we do versus you know truly mental health issues Mm -hmm. exactly yeah I would say that something that stresses me a little bit besides like you know going through some mental health uh, things and processes that we'll talk about hopefully uh, soon enough in another episode. Mm-hmm. But um, just like the day to day of like being a grown up, having to go to work, do stuff you probably don't want to do, but you know you got to do it to pay the bills. Paying the bills, you know, stressful. Also, yeah. I feel like you know all of our lives, just you know the the things we go through as grown ups, offer and add some stress to our lives. Yeah, like. It's something, like, you always see online, you know, they didn't prepare me for this. Mm-mm. No. And it's like, okay, I, I agree, but at the same time, it's like, well, you know, they did tell us, like, enjoy it now because later on you will have bills and you will be, you will have to spend all of your paychecks on electricity and food. I mean, thankfully, I don't, I don't really have that problem yet because we still live in my parents' basement, but... um. We do have bills. Like I was just saying, like I was really, it was, it was my birthday last week and I was, you know, I just got paid and I was really excited because usually when you, you would get paid around your birthday, that meant like extra money to go Mm -hmm. spend on, you know, and I went shopping yesterday and I got two things and my friend was like, that's, that's it. Like we're done. And I was like, I have a car payment. I have car insurance payment. I have a credit card payment. I have a cell phone payment. I have, um... A student loan payment, like all within the next two weeks. So like, yeah, that's that's it. We're done here because I need the money to pay those things. Otherwise, there will be major consequences. And I think it's not stressful because, you know, you, you, you have to get used to it because that's just what it is. But at the same time, it's like it's like an unpleasant thought. That's how I would describe it, because I was like, that's no fun. <laughs> yeah. And obviously, you know, we're still in that kind of early part of adulthood where you know, we, we have to work to pay our bills and we all have, you know, things to pay. You know, you have your car. I don't have a car yet, but, you know, apartment and, you know, all that stuff, student loans, that that's a big chunk of it. But um, obviously, you know, we're also thinking ahead, thinking at, you know, the day we'll want to buy houses and for you, like the day you want to have kids and, you know, things you want to mm-hmm. invest in, <laughs> retirement. Like I've started contributing to my RRSP every pay. Um, Good for you. Well, I mean, I'm very lucky that I have, like, uh, like my work matches the amount that I put in. 
So it, it's kind oh, of wow. like free money. So, I mean, I'd be kind of silly to not, you know, do that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. It all makes sense. Like, it, it is good for, you know, when I want to retire in 40 years or whatever to have, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of safety net. Because who knows, you mm-hmm. know, what state the world will be in at that point. Um, yeah, like, we don't have one yet, but it's definitely, like, on our our to-do list. Like, we're still trying to pay off, like, the debts that we have mm-hmm. right now, which yeah. are not crazy big, but they're still... They're still there and they're not going to go away. So we're trying to pay those off a little bit. And then once we really are more secure with our finances, which is a huge stress faster for anyone, mm-hmm. um, then we're really going to open up accounts and prepare for retirement and everything. Because if you start planning at like 50, I mean, sorry, but like it's a little too late. Yeah. Again, that also adds stress because you have to like, not only are you thinking about the issues that you have now to deal with and your bills and your whatever you have to do now. But we're already thinking of us in 50 years when we're going to be, you know, old and not working and retired and, you know, yep. you're going to have grandkids and are we gonna probably be at this- and all that fun yeah. stuff. And are we going to be at the same job all of our lives? Most Hell likely no. not. No. I feel so like, like, especially us, our generation, we switch careers a lot because there's yeah. less of that like attachment and like feeling like you need to stay at somewhere for you know, the seniority, because it doesn't offer the same perks. Like, yeah. you're going to make more money if you switch jobs. There, yeah, and there's like no staying. more pensions. No. Pensions are no longer a thing. We're not We're not going to have pensions. No. So, like, why Why would I stay? Like, if I don't like it, I'm, I'm just going to leave. Sorry. Yeah, it's kind of how it is. So, uh, all these different layers of things just every day make us stressed, bring us, you know, kind of those anxieties and the emotions that we kind of have to deal with. So it's important to have those little routines and rituals to bring you back to like a more neutral, less stressed out state to the best that you can. Yeah, like I'm really thinking about when I started, you know, practicing these self-care things. And I think it was in high school, like when we had like those um, like those provincial exams, as I would call them, Mm -hmm. and they were a big deal. And like the teachers would tell us like, Okay, you got your provincial exam in the morning. It's going to last three hours. It's going to be very long. But in the afternoon, don't worry. We're just going to play games. Yeah. Like, even the teachers were like, are you guys okay? Like, we know it's a lot. Like, we just want to take care of you guys. And Like, as someone who, like I said, gets a little anxious. Like, I, I did have some panic attacks before, you know. And, like, I remember just being there the night before and not really sleeping because I was like, oh, my God, what if I forget this? What if I forget that? And being so scared. And, like, so I think I think these are when I really started adopting these practices and throughout university and still now because, you know, we still do get stressed once in a while. I think these are, like, my tips and tricks to really, to really feel better and feel back like I'm almost, like, grounded, if I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to put it because yeah that's yeah it, it, it's bringing you back down to earth to somewhere that's safe and that you're just like okay I got this I got this you know situation under control hopefully <laughs> um, yeah yeah I think well I have a list here of things that I do that I can go over and then if if you want to go over your list I feel like we do have a lot of time things in common mm-hmm. but yeah we can definitely go over it so uh, that there's a there's a thing it's almost like a trigger for me and I, know, I don't mean like trigger warning or anything, but I mean like my body starts to feel a certain way when I get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And that's almost like what tells me, okay, you need to step back and you really do need to 
to practice those self-care things. So the first thing that I do is that I take a long, hot bath. Yes. And when I mean hot, um, I don't know if they're healthy for you or not, but they help me. I take a boiling bath. Yeah, I doubt like, that's good I, for the skin, but it's good for the soul. Well, you sweat out. You sweat out the toxins, and apparently toxins are not good for you. If a science person wants to come explain toxins to me, come right ahead, because I'm not sure. But to me, it feels good. So I sit in there, and I just watch TikToks, and I basically, like, if there's something stresses me out, I get in that headspace that I tell myself, you're not allowed to think of that mm-hmm. for an hour, an hour, an hour and a half, whatever. Just watch your stupid TikToks and just relax. Yeah, that's that's something I do too, and um, especially uh, I feel like that's like a criteria I need in an apartment building uh, is to be able to have a bathtub in my in my bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> I feel yeah. like that's like essential because I love you know going to Lush and buying myself a nice bath bomb mm-hmm. or you know some kind of nice fun bath stuff. You know, you get a glass of wine or whatever candles, uh, candles you get your laptop, you watch some whatever, and you just kind of relax. And yeah, I think that's very universal self-care routine. Yeah, like I really get in that headspace during an hour and a half. And I would even do this in university when we were, you know, cramming for exams because you have five exams in like three days and you got to learn everything. I would, before studying, whether it was 2 o'clock in the afternoon or it was 1 a.m., I would take a bath and for that hour and a half I would do you know what I wanted like it was like you can watch what you want just just think of yourself and then I felt so refreshed once I got out that I was like okay I got this now like I can sit down for you know three four hours without you know looking at something I was like I got it on my system I'm good I can study for you know forever basically now I'm good yeah um, I mean, I've always struggled with studying and, you know, kind of that motivation to do stuff not last minute and only yeah. being motivated at the very last minute. As you know, yeah, I've done many and, all, many and all nighter and, you know, it's, it's, it's not very good. But, um, yeah, having to take some time to do things that make you happy and to kind of distract yourself and relax your brain and kind of reset it. Because I, like, I feel like my brain feels like a sponge. And I feel like once yeah. it's too full of all this, like, stress and thoughts and emotions and random shit, you know, I, I can't take in it anymore. So when I, yeah. you know, relax, take a bath, whatever, self-care, it squeezes it out. And then I have more room to take yeah. in what I need to know. I think yeah, that, that that's makes how sense. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my next one is it's having an unplugged day. Um I thankfully I I don't have a stressful job. Um, my job is pretty simple, and there, there's nothing there's nothing that should really stress you out. Like we talk about it all the time. Like if you leave here stressed, you got to tell us about it because you shouldn't be. You know, mm-hmm. we we I deal with customers. I deal with customer service. You know, sometimes you have one that that gives you a hard time, but we will resolve it. You know, as a team, we'll figure it out. So we have a job that's not stressful, thank God. But after a while, it's you just need a day to yourself. You just need to take a day off and do nothing. So when I take my days off, um, I have two rules. Um, There's no alarm clocks. 
if you want to sleep in until one in the afternoon, you can, which I never do because I'm used to waking up at seven, whatever o'clock. But there's no alarm clocks and there's no schedule. Yeah. So if you if you want to eat lunch at three and eat supper at five or ten or it's okay, it's up to you. You do literally what you want during that day. Um, the last one I took, it, it felt honestly weird because I had an appointment. I made myself an appointment for like nails or whatever. And I was like, there's a schedule, mm. but it's a good schedule. It's okay. Cause I mean, I love getting my nails done and you know, so it's fine. It's like the least stressful thing, you know, exactly, you just have to drive exactly. there and drive back. Yeah. It, it was a form of self care. Cause, uh, when I go, I, I, me and my, me and my esthetician were like best friends. So we, we gossip and we talk, so it, it's perfectly fine. But I had a schedule that day off and I was like, what is happening? But, but uh, it also feels good to just, you know, take a day off. And I usually take it on a Friday, so I have, like, an extra long weekend because, unfortunately, where I work, I I serve both Americans and Canadians, so... Don't get a lot of those stat days. Yeah, like, I don't have the Canadian stat days. I mean, I can take them if I want, but usually I, I, I don't. And But the same thing for Americans. So it's, it's unfortunate, but... Um, you know, it's like I said, my job is not very stressful. And recently we did move and I have my own little office and I it is kind of like a form of self-care, you know, decorating it. I'm making it my own. You know, I'm I'm looking for furniture for it. I, I have a desk and a chair, but I want like a like an accent chair to put in the corner. And like mm-hmm. that's also a form of self-care for me, just reorganizing everything. And like I love to decorate. So that's also like a form of self-care, I guess, just just doing what I love to do. Yeah, I actually, just the Friday right before we're recording this episode, or we're recording on a Sunday, but on the Friday, I had taken the day off because I was supposed to go get a tattoo. But uh, mm-hmm. as we know, everything in Ontario is not uh, running, so uh, that appointment obviously got cancelled, but that's alright. Yeah. It's just been, you know, moved to whenever things can open again. Uh, but I ended up, yeah, it was just like a free day, so I slept in. Uh, Matt had to work, so obviously he still got up and, you know, got to work and whatever, but I got to sleep in a little bit longer. I got to just do whatever I wanted. I did a self-care day. I took a bath. I exfoliated my entire body. I yeah. moisturized myself until I kind of felt like a slug. Yeah. I, you know, did my hair and, you know, the whole the whole nine yards. So I would agree, yeah, that taking it, you know, using your time off work, essential. Like, do not leave any of those days um, at the end of the year. Uh, I, yeah, it's, it's so important. And, you know, at my job, it's, it's stressful at times because, Mm -hmm. you know, I feel like, you know, just producing things and, uh, all that kind of stuff, working with a pretty big team is, uh, stressful just by design and that's Mm -hmm. all right. But, you know, make sure you take your vacation, you take your time off. My colleagues and I have been talking about this. We're all trying to take our turns to use up our vacation days. I'm yeah. I'm trying to save mine for whenever I can go back to New Brunswick, but right. you know, still using them is such a great way to reset and I come back with a fresh mind and you know, leaving everything behind and it just it feels so good. So if you have yeah. the ability to take time off of work or anything that stresses you out, do it it's so important yeah and something something that the company that I work for does which it has it pro is pros and cons is that you know you have your established time off during a year but you can't bank it mm-hmm. and you can't have a payout at the end of the year so Ooh. that part's kind of annoying 
But at the same time, it forces you to take those days off during the year. And it forces you to really, you know, get back. Because, you know, sometimes I'm like, ugh, like, you know, especially right now during COVID, like, what am I going to do with two weeks off? (laughs) Exactly. I'm not going to go on a trip. The borders are all closed. Where am I going to go? I'm not going to take two weeks off to stay at home. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, well, you know, I'll, uh, it's like, we do once in a while. We take a Friday off. We take even like a Wednesday off. It's like my good like midweek reset. Like I just kind of, you know, I'm going to take the day off. I'm going to relax. Um, so that feels good. But at the same time, it's like it'd be nice to, you know, take two weeks off and go somewhere. But right now, especially, it's like it's like they knew like with COVID, like you got to take some time off to relax since you can't basically bank it. So whatever. It's it's fine. But yeah, like definitely just take a day off. And just Take a day off. do nothing. If you want to watch TikTok for three hours, do it. It's fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to take Mondays off, I think, once in a while. Because I feel like Friday is already like a pretty light day at mm-hmm. work. At least at least for us. I don't know about you guys. You guys deal with clients. So it obviously depends on how many clients you have to help. But mm-hmm. um, I feel like Fridays are already kind of a light day. Like we already have a policy of no meetings Friday afternoon. Oh. So it's... A bit more kind of chill yet to work on, you know, finishing up your things that you had to do that week. So I feel like Mondays are always a really heavy day. So why not take a Monday off? And then you still have a yeah, long see, weekend. Us, and you get to enjoy your Sunday. Yes. Because you don't, you don't see, have us, to go back. Us, it, it's not a written rule. It's more of an unwritten one at work. But try not to take Mondays off. Um, mm. It is our busiest day in the week. And we are, you know, since we do deal with customers and they place orders either on the phone with us or online, I have to deal with all the online orders that were placed during the weekend. So if you take a Monday off, it's because you really had an important appointment or there's something going on. Like, try not to take a Monday off. So yeah, yeah. I, I take yeah. the Friday and if... If there's a special occasion or something, I'll take, like, Thursday and Friday and still make it, like, a four-day weekend. Yeah. No, that's fair. Uh, your mileage may vary, of course, depending on your job, exactly. depending on your, your career, your whatever you have to do. But especially, like, people who have kids, I mean, I'm sure booking time off is even more complicated because you have to think about school, daycare, whatever, uh, March break, yeah. you know, all that stuff. So uh, your mileage may vary, but take your time off because you deserve it. And especially if you get some, like, through your job, like, a certain amount, like, that's part of your pay pretty much exactly so exactly and like me if you if you can't bank it or take payout you're forced to take it so definitely do otherwise you'll lose it yep and you'll regret it yeah so yep um my next one i don't know if you do this because uh you don't have a car but i go for long drives alone i okay so obviously yeah i don't drive and i don't have my own car but um i love going on drives I love just, like, driving through, whether it's through the city and seeing what's going on or, you know, driving in some kind of, like, more nature-y spot. Like, I miss, Mm -hmm. uh, um, last summer we went camping in Gatineau in, like, a park and it was, like, you know, maybe, like, an hour away just driving through Mm -hmm. the woods and there was so much nice scenery and then that, yeah, I I do like going on drives even though I can't drive, but having someone drive me around... (laughs) It is something that I found myself to do a lot of um, during this winter time, actually, because um, for those who don't know, um, the car I had before this one was very, um, it was deemed safe, but it didn't feel safe. Um, I can attest to tiny, that. I can, oh, yes. Yeah. 
It was a tiny little car and it was old and I didn't have anything on it. I didn't even have like an aux cord or anything. So I really just drove it to go from point A to point B because that's basically all I could do, Um, which I'm grateful. You know, I had my own car young, you know, it was great. But when I bought this car, which is, you know, it's an SUV and it's it's a 2020 or 2021, actually. So it's brand new and I have all the bells and whistles on it that I didn't have. So like I, I truly appreciate it, but to appreciate it even more, I would just I would just go for long drives. Mm-hmm. And even if it was snowing or hailing, it was okay. <laughs> uh, I have I have four by four and great winter tires, so like I'm not gonna slide. I'm not the aux cord. I, I there's no aux cord. There's Bluetooth. Like we don't have to worry about that. So I would just I would just be bored, and that was also another thing during COVID. Um, they basically you had your bubble you had your family and household bubble so anyone that didn't have the same address technically could not be seen together so for us um it was difficult a difficult thing because my boyfriend and I have been together for almost 10 years now but we don't have the same address Mm -hmm. you know he lives with us but he still has his address at home because we checked and it's it's a long process, but long story short, basically he has to have things build to his place here and he doesn't have, you know, when he bought his car, he still lived at his parents' place and, you know, it's it's a long thing. So we just, we dealt with it, but basically during peak COVID, we couldn't go for those long drives because if we got pulled over, they would see that we don't have the same address, mm-hmm. which was annoying and ridiculous but you know I get it I get the measures that were in place it's fine but I really there was one night I remember I think it was like a Tuesday or something and I just got so angry and bored that I was like I'm gonna go for a drive by myself that I had never done before because I was had that little shitty car and it was so good I just drove around Moncton. I got myself a nice Starbucks latte. I think I even got matzo sticks takeout somewhere. And I just, I drove around and I listened to sad music and cried in the car. But like, it was fine. It was good. It felt good. Yeah. Especially when you can blast like your music and, you know, you you feel all your emotions. You get to think. You get to just be with yourself. Um, Something I do. I mean, because I can't drive and, you know, I just, I, I just do my own stuff sometimes go on a walk Mm -hmm. with your music in there's a lot of like nice walking paths here in ottawa especially downtown even if you just want to walk down like the streets and stuff there's always something to look at there's always something going on or you know like there's some ducks in the canal whatever like you can just go go for a stroll and that's yeah that that kind of also proves how self-care doesn't need to be expensive it doesn't need to be something that you invest in it doesn't need to be anything you spend money on you can go for a walk listen to music on your phone or just be in your thoughts, go sightseeing, go looking for, you know, nature outside, you know, find yourself a goose, say hi to it outside, <laughs> whatever. Like, Just don't, don't get too close because they do bite. They do, but, yeah. yeah, they're pretty aggressive, but just look at them from afar, <laughs> observe them, thank them for, for their service, for, you know, bringing you some joy. <laughs> but yeah. Their service. Yeah, but like just, yeah, taking time with yourself and processing your emotions and doing something that you find enjoyable. I love nothing more than finding a nice playlist on Spotify and listening to music for like an hour and just mm-hmm. just relaxing. And if it does, you know, sometimes music is just not enough. Find a random comedy podcast. Yeah. And just laugh. Yeah. Just find something that makes you laugh. And I, I don't quote me on this, but I have seen this 
many times, but researchers say that just the action of smiling will cheer you up. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. Even if it's a stupid joke, you still laughed. Yeah. And you're like, ah. It so feels good. That, it makes you feel good. It, it kind of just changes your mindset and it helps distract you from anything else that's going on in your life. Um, yeah. That also reminds me of uh, something else that I think brings me some good, like, self-care and helps to boost my happy hormones is doing physical activity. Not that I'm a gym rat, not that I go lift, especially now the gyms are all closed. Like I can't, I can't do that, but going for a a nice leisurely walk either alone with your music or with like your partner, with your parents, with your friends safely, of course, but, um, just moving your body however you can getting out of the house feels so good and it helps to increase those you know happy hormones in your body and cheer you up yeah like we forgot to talk about this as one of our you know stressors but we were talking yesterday and i i told these i said i have a new anxiety thing she goes oh yeah what's that and i go it's 20 degrees and people are wearing shorts yeah she goes excuse me and i go i'm not ready to wear shorts like i didn't work out all summer all winter and i was like i I'm not ready and I'm I'm gonna look like oh god knows what like a a, a white uncooked potato <laughs> um like it's not I'm gonna look like mashed potatoes on the side of the street and I'm you know I didn't I didn't go to the gym all winter and I was like I'm not ready but you know a form of self-care to defeat the fact that you're gonna look like a white mashed potato on the side of the street is to go work out and take care of yourself and eat healthy yeah and obviously you don't need to look like a supermodel to wear shorts but, you know, it's, well, no. it's feeling good about yourself and doing things that make you feel happy and healthy, um, you know, healthy either physically or mentally. I mean, you don't need to eat healthy every day. You don't need to do these crazy workouts every day. Just do whatever makes you feel good. If, you know, going for a run makes you feel good, awesome. I'm trying to do that a little bit. You know, Matt and I are trying to do some running because cardiovascular health is important. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to eat healthy, that's cool, too. If you kind of feel like shit, though, and the only thing you want to eat, it's a pizza, that's all right, because it helps with your mental health. Who cares? You know, you yeah. don't have to be perfect all the time. Just yeah. whatever you need, whatever your body's telling you it needs, whether that's a salad or a protein, do it. Yeah. There's something that I've been doing that's, um, it was more to lead a healthier, you know, life, when I first found out about this, but now I do see it more as a, a, a form of self-care. Um, and I really don't want to be quoted on this. And, you know, I, I'm doing this entirely for myself. And once again, these are all our opinions and don't, you know, go off of them. But I found intuitive eating, as they call mm-hmm. it. So basically the way it works is that you eat whatever you want at any time of the day. You know, if you want to eat brownies at 1030 at night, it's okay. But you listen to your body as you're eating, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So basically, like, if you are starting to feel full, stop. Stop eating because then you're just going to feel blah and, and big and at the end. And it's not going to get you anywhere. But I did find that, you know, once I do start to get full and I still have, you know, half of my plate in front of me. And before I've been like, oh, my God, you can't waste that. And like leftovers aren't good. But like. I would eat the whole thing and I would feel so sluggish and bad by the time that I was done that it didn't get me anywhere. So really with that like intuitive eating that the, from what I read, basically, they say like you eat what you want when you want, but you just you listen to your body instead. So like, for example, 
I like a good bag of chips. Uh, don't we um, all? Don't at we any all? point of the day. Like, I, the, those lightly salted, like, Oh, whew. my God, yes. <laughs> so, you know, before I would eat a lot. And, or, you know, for example, like, there's the end of a bag. And you're like, you just got to finish the bag. Just, just finish the bag. Because no one likes to have five chips left in a bag when you open the bag again. Especially so when they're, like, like kind oh, of stale and they're, like, all the little crummy pieces. Less fun. Yeah. So I'd be like, just finish the freaking bag, Dom. And then at the end, I would feel sluggish. But now I'm like, don't finish the bag and you'll be fine. Yeah, that's something. And I'm fine. That's something I've been, I guess, subconsciously trying to do. Like, I mean, I've heard of intuitive eating. Um, I, I, I like Abby Sharp, a YouTuber. She's like a, a nutrition professional. And she does okay. like a lot of really great videos about intuitive eating. And, you know, it's never something I outwardly like tried and forced myself to do. But I've been trying to listen to my body a bit more. And when I'm, you know, eating a plate of food or a, a snack or whatever, when I'm starting to get full, I don't force myself to finish it. I will try to save it because I've been always been taught to not waste food. And I, I think that's yeah, you know, important to remember. But, you know, don't force yourself to clean your plate if you're full. Even though, yeah. like, you know, it's, you know, saving food. Just put it away as a leftover. There's also the point of you have to eat what you want when you want it. Because if you don't and if you try to, you know, if you only try to eat, you know, super healthy all week during the weekend, you're just going to like want everything else that's like not healthy. Mm -hmm. And that's not healthy either because you're not it's like two steps forward, but one step back. So if you eat what you want when you want it, you're not going to have that craving and you're not going to want to, you know, eat everything at once. Like, I, I don't want to say say binging or anything but you know what i mean like you're just you're just not gonna listen to yourself and you're just gonna go nuts over you know stuff that probably isn't the healthiest yeah yeah that's a really good point i agree yeah so i mean i'm not again i me neither i'm not a big gym buff i do like to work out once in a while um just because i i did do intense workouts in gymnastics I mean like 10 years ago now but it's still it's still drilled in my brain that you know once in a while I do have to you know stretch a little like I'm stretching right now and my back is like oh good lord <laughs> mood but um and I I do have especially um where I'm sitting at work I I don't sit in the best position and I'm not ergonomic at all times I'm all crooked in my chair and by the time I get home I'm like my back is just wrecked there's a so getting out there and you know going for a walk and stretching out and like a good a good cardio thing that I found this this winter that I really do like and I'm, I'm gonna keep it up because I'm not big on cardio you know I do I don't mind doing like the squats and the sit-ups and all that. I don't mind that, but it's just the warm-up, the cardio. I never know what to do. I hate treadmills. I don't like running. I'm not I'm not that kind. I do dance workouts. Yeah. Find what's fun. Follow them on YouTube. And like they they're just like you by the time you're done, you're sweating and you're like, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize I was really working out, but they're really I didn't I thought they were like cheesy because all I could picture before was like it's like 80s, like leotard, like squat and dance. And like, and I was like, um, no, but I found some that, you know, they're, they're like contemporary dancers dancing to like a slow music and they're just doing the moves in a way that stretches you out. And by the time that you're done, you're like, wow, that was good. Yeah. It's, I feel like for the self-care factor and the like relaxation factor, you need to find a movement 
that excites you and brings you joy and don't just force yourself to do something because everyone else says it's good for you and it's fun and that you know you'll get good results like you know I enjoy spinning you know I enjoy going to like a spin class because I like the vibe I like the music um I don't really like I tried spinning with you and it wasn't for me yeah and that's okay you know but it's something I do miss, though. Little little flashback to when you used to live here. I miss going for swims. Oh, yeah. Something we did on campus. We would go swimming all the time. And it was, oh, I was so good. And we're not, we're not swimmers in any way. Like, we would be next to, like, the people in, like, Speedos. And we're just there with, like, our, like, one-piece little black. We, I remember we, we said we looked like leeches. Because yeah. we had, like, the black bathing suit, the one piece, to look kind of sporty. And then we had to wear black bathing caps for our hair. Yeah. And we would just, like, on our head. And we looked like little leeches. And, like, the little, little goggles and, like, yeah. nose plugs. And-, and then remember that day that we decided that we were going to get healthy together? So we're like, we're going to go swimming. So we went to Sport Check and we both dropped like $200 on like goggles and like shit like that. Because we're like, we don't know which ones are the good ones or not. So we're just going to get everything that everyone tells us to buy. So we had like goggles and the swim cat and the bathing suit and the flip flops and the towel. And we're like, I, I literally remember we would like snap our like... <laughs> our like head thing together and we'll go like we're ready now and we would like go in the pool and we would just do laps for like an hour and it was it it got boring towards the end but you got a really good workout after and i was like yeah man we did that yeah no it's yeah it's just finding whatever is fun and if it means doing it with a friend too and that's even better i mean i hate running on my own i like walks on my own but i hate running on my own but ever since matt and i have been trying to go out and do it together i think it's a lot more fun yeah yeah, same for us. Um, we don't we don't really run because JD knows how much I hate running, and he um, he plays hockey. Well, not really anymore because they're kind of done. But at one point, he played like hockey like four times a di- four times a week, mm-hmm. and then in the summertime, he plays um, softball. So he does a lot of the running already. But he knows I don't like running. But we'll go on walks, and like when it when we see that it's uphill, we'll try to go like a little faster just to like you know get our heart rate up a little bit and we kind of push each other that way and it, it's really good uh you know it's a really good form of uh, also bonding because we, mm-hmm. we talk during our walk and it's time that we spend together that we probably wouldn't have had otherwise yeah amen to that so um i mean it's a little it's a little shorter today but we just kind of wanted to uh to talk about those kinds of things that we do just because we know some of you might be feeling stressed because of uh, COVID and the new season coming around and everything. So we just kind of wanted to share what what we do and if this can help someone. And again, like we said in the beginning, um, if this can help someone or if we can open the conversation about health and, and taking, taking care of yourself. Um, and if we can help someone with this, like always, very good. And uh if we can open the conversation on on what you do as well to take care of yourself, uh, very best. Yeah. And I mean, we're just normal ass women. Like we are yeah. not, you know, experts in any of this stuff. We just do what makes us happy as often as we can. And if that means going for a walk or a drive, if that means eating something that makes us happy, if that means, you know, taking a bath, doing our nails, if that means, you know, doing your makeup or you know, buying a new outfit, you know, 
to a certain extent, everything in moderation, whether that's, you know, what yep. anything that makes you happy. Um, yep. That's just kind of how we do our thing. And I mean, for me, this is self-care because I get to talk to you and do something exactly. fun. Yeah. Uh, it's a fun little hobby. I have a hard time sticking to hobbies, so I'm glad this one's been a little bit more uh, sticky, if you will. Yeah. Uh, the podcast. Yeah, sticky. Yeah. Yep, sticky. Um, so, yeah, don't, I mean, don't take anything that we say as gospel, but just... I think the the key message and the whole moral of this episode is find something that brings you joy, that makes you happy, that you're able to do, you know, on a semi-regular basis and just try to do it as often as you can. And yeah, it will help. And on that note, I'm going to go get myself a Putin. Amen. I love that. Amen. <laughs> so uh, like always, guys, you can follow us on social media. We got the Facebook page going. We got the Instagram page going. Um, I'm not going to say the handles because we say it every week and they're pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> they're linked in the show notes if you exactly, don't already follow us. Exactly. Uh, if you want to reach out, go right ahead. If we can start our conversation for not only us, but for others, all for it. So like always, until next time, uh, drink your water, wash your face, and be kind, but not only to others, to yourself as well. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.